Welcome to the Amy Williams Show. I'm your host, Amy Williams, and I am so excited that you're here listening to the show today. My hope and my prayer is that you find the strength and the comfort in knowing whatever you may be facing in your life right now, that you are not alone. Here on the Amy Williams Show, I'm all about being transparent in my personal struggles, my successes, and I pray that each episode brings you the motivation to keep moving forward. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the Amy Williams Show. I'm your host, Amy Williams, and I am so excited to introduce Jenny Mulder to you guys. This was an amazing interview. She is super motivational and uh, inspiring in everything she does. So I hope you enjoy the interview. Here it is. Hey, hey, everybody. This is Amy, your host of the Amy Williams Show. I am so excited to introduce you a special guest today, my friend and fellow mother, Jenny. She is amazing. She is a health and wellness coach, and she is a mother of four and homeschooling mother of four. And not only that, but she is a wonderful wife, and she also leads an online community and is just truly an inspiration to so many people. So Jenny, I'm so excited to have you on. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for inviting me on today. Um, I'm doing really well. Started the day well, started it intentionally, and I'm thrilled to be a part of just women supporting women in entrepreneurial adventures, Um, especially mothers, right? Mothers, leading their little tribe at home, but also choosing to step out into, um, out into business and having vision and goals. It's, it's fun. I love being a part of this. I do too. I'm so glad that you um, said yes to me asking you to come on. And today we're going to talk about just some healthy habits and uh, motivating tips and tricks that, that get us going and in the health and wellness aspect. So uh, you're part of the launch committee And so you haven't heard any of my episodes yet, Um, but in one of the episodes, um, I did say, like we were talking about um, spiritual wellness and things like that. And I just said, hey, health and fitness is not like my area of expertise. And I said, we're going to have a guest. So here you are. Hopefully you can give us some good insight. I I would love to share just little pieces I've picked up along the way. I worked as a nurse for years and I kind of ran into... Um, a situation where I was seeing the same faces. And I, I distinctly remember one memory where I was sitting next to a gentleman. He had to have been in his 60s. Um, and I had just seen him weeks before. And I was sitting next to him and I said, you know, why am I seeing you here again? And he, he kind of shared a little bit of his life with me. Just um, he was raising his grandkids and he was the sole provider. And um, he just he didn't take care of himself at all. And he was like, he looked at me and said, but, but I'm still taking my meds. And that was so profound to me. Like I'm missing so much of being able to help this man change his life. Um, He, he, he has a lifestyle that is basically can't be supported um, long-term. And yet he thinks meds is going to, I don't know, make me feel comfortable with how he's choosing to live. And so that was kind of a little redirect into how do I get on the front side 
of of disease processes, right? How do I meet people before they are pre-diabetic or before they are, you know, getting struggling with heart disease or struggling with uh, addictive habits when it comes to food? How do I reach them before that? Uh, and that's kind of what shifted me towards functional medicine, I guess you would say lifestyle medicine, the different things that we can add to our day-to-day as habits that serve us and the woman we're going to be or the man we're going to be in 20 years. So love it. that's That's where it kind of started. I myself was postpartum with my fourth daughter and my husband likes to hunt in the fall and it was going into a dark season and he was going to be gone a decent amount and I was there with the four little girls and I was like I I was worried about my mental um just my mentality I was nervous about being in that season of like dark stuck in my house with four kids. It's hard. It's hard work. Um, and so I, I, I just thought, what can I do to add community to this really hard season? Um, honest, authentic, vulnerable community that promotes healthy habits. And that's where it all started. Love it. I have been following you, I think on Instagram for well over a year. And I'm just like one of those in the background, like, oh man, how is she doing that? It's incredible. Like all your workouts with the kids running around and just involving them and including them. So I would ask you, like, you're so busy. I can see you are so busy, but how do you, like, what's your best like advice on how to manage your time with you're homeschooling, you're a mom, you've got dinner, you've got events, you've got stuff, but yet you're still able to take care of yourself in doing those things. So disclaimer, I don't do it all (laughs) or I don't do it all really well. You know, sometimes I think we can put out an image like that. I'm hammering through it. There, there are definitely times where my husband comes home and there is no dinner, like probably 50% of the time. Um, we just go on and off. That's something he, he's, he's a better cook than I am truthfully. So he'll, he'll tackle that. But I found making fitness and nutrition, I had to shift them into, I think I went through a dysfunctional season, right? When you're in your teenage years and early twenties, you can get into patterns where you you choose fitness or you think you have to choose healthy food as a punishment for what you're not. Um, you, you, you think, Oh my goodness, I just overate. I should work out or I should only eat whatnot. And you can develop these just negative thought patterns towards food and exercise. And so it became really important to me as I'm raising four girls like that was just the slap in the face I needed to, to change my life and to change how I approached um, fitness and nutrition and wellness. I, I needed them to see, first of all, that it was fun. Second of all, that establishing healthy habits took discipline, that it took work, that they, that they knew from the very beginning, like, mom does this stuff and we join her in it not as anything bad but because it's it serves 
us. It serves our bodies. We just have open communication about about working out and about why do we eat healthy foods? Is it maybe going to help our immune system fight off different things? And so it's not like good food versus bad food versus, um, you know, a, a punishment or a disappointment with a number on a scale. Truthfully, I would like them to spend their entire life where they never have any sort of negative relationship with the scale or that they, they don't establish these mindsets that can be so prominent with young girls um, in the comparison, in the worthiness. Uh, I had to change my life thinking like that was the only way I could show them that they didn't have to live a diff- the same way. So oh my goodness, I have goosebumps everywhere. So important. <laughs> oh, the legacy that you're leaving for your children is amazing. And I love that thought process of like, you know, I think that's probably something that I've probably struggled with is like, oh, it's more of a discipline or like, okay, well, because you did this, now you have to go do that. Okay. You ate that pie. Now you have to go do that. You have to go do that workout. And you know, there's always, there's so much negativity in, in the brain that just, it's amazing. Yeah. I had to just rewire thought process. Like I set goals I have like one of my big goals is to lead a group of women. There's a, just a, I don't know if it's a spiritual walk, but a walk through um, the top of Spain and it's called El Camino. And so in my head, it's like, if I have this goal at 60, that I'll be able to lead this trek or whatnot. Like what I do today, it's not a punishment. It's just, it's going to help me live a certain way as I age And so having a a mindset that shifted away from, um, I need to have a perfect body or, you know, I need to um, have a perfect image, a thinner tummy, uh, skinnier thighs, uh, like whatever that was projected on me, whether it was um, truly projected on me or perceived, I had to move away from all of that mindset of, of what I wasn't motivating my choices to like who I wanted to become motivated my choices. Um, and that was just, that changed so much for me. And I hope it changes so much for my daughters too. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's good stuff. So how often do you work out throughout the week? Do you, are you a daily every single day? Do you have days off? I, I always take a day off. I usually take Sundays off as a rest day. Sometimes I'll take Saturdays uh, and Sundays off. But I try and be, I typically follow a program um, that has usually a schedule of four, five, six days a week. Um, but it's only 30 minutes, 40 minutes max. And since I work out from home, I'm able to just it's not, uh, I need to wake up an hour and a half early to try and sneak to the gym before my husband needs to leave for work, or I need to pack all my kids up. I mean, I had a Y membership for a while, and it just, it was more of a workout trying to get all my kids there with all of their stuff through the parking lot to the class. That's um, me right now. <laughs> it's so hard. I just... I just struggled so much with it because like, especially once you get more kids than you have arms, you're like, 
don't run in front of cars, you know, like make it alive so I can stay on the sidewalk. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I just had so much. um, It was, it was such a struggle for me. I'd lose their um, socks. I'd lose their mittens. Like it became a stressor. I feel like as a mother, we have those things that we're, we're like, I should do this. And then it, it stresses your relationship with your kids a little bit because you're like, dang it, get in the car. I got to make my class or mm-hmm. so yeah. working out from home has changed everything because it was just 30 minutes that I wake up before my kids tuck in a workout. I'm showered, ready to go before they're even out of bed. And it, and then it, I didn't stress about it the rest of the day a lot of times like some days I'll wake up early some days I don't and they'll see my workout and they'll just see it's a part of mom's everyday life it's not it's just a part of everyday life um so that's what I wanted them to kind of get used to it's like you you add in movement to your day just just as something that makes your everyday go better so I love it and I think if you start your day on that positive note, on that positive mindset and physical set that you're just going to have a better day. And it doesn't like, like is that, you know, we've, we've got my husband and I, we talk back and forth like, Oh, I'd, I'd rather do a morning workout or I'd rather do a night workout. I'm like, there's no way I could work out at night. By that time I am done. And I don't want that lingering over my head all day. Like, Oh, I gotta go do a workout. Oh, I gotta go. I don't want to wait for that. So I'm a big fan of going in the morning. And that just became something I mean, as moms, right, we have, we carry the weight, we carry just the weight of so many things always cycling in our heads. And I needed it to become as easy as possible. And that kind of took away excuses. But that 30 minutes in the morning is like the only time my brain is like, shut off, right? It's, it's like mindless. And I'm just following what I'm being told. And I'm not thinking about, I have this doctor's appointment, I have this um, homeschool project. I have this. It's the only time where my brain feels like it, it is completely peaceful. And I cherish that so much. So if you were to tell somebody who is not, um, not in your shoes, not an avid, like five day or, yeah. um, how would you say like, what are the most important habits to get started and to be successful in continuing? Cause I know like for me even, and I, I know I'm not alone here, sometimes you can start and say, okay, I have the best of intentions and life happens, think, you know, whatever yeah. happens and it just kind of falls to the wayside and you're like, oh man, I'm discouraged and I got to start again. So is there anything that you could say that would be like, okay, here's like number one thing or whatever to get you going and s- stick with it? I think a big thing that when I talk to um I work primarily with women, um, and a lot of them are, are career women. And so talking to them and seeing what is actually realistic for your life, uh, because when you set a goal that's unrealistic, and then you can't meet it, and you fall off, and then you beat yourself up for not doing it, it's so discouraging to do mm-hmm. that. So I think when you approach it, saying, what is actually realistic for me? Um, do I have, do I have 20 minutes or 30 minutes that I could do three times a week? Because once you set something that's actually a goal that's actually attainable 
and you reach it, you can build momentum off of that. So setting up and setting up habits where it's like, I don't need to do a complete 180 on my life. Um, that's not attainable. A lot of times if we have a partner or a husband, um, getting their full support when you say like, I want to completely change how we eat can be shocking and overwhelming to them. And a lot of times they can get defensive, like, wait, hold up. Like I didn't sign up to do this. Um, so figuring out and setting goals that are actually attainable for you. So when you reach them, you, you build self-confidence in yourself and your brain doesn't, it doesn't think that you're going to quit over time. Like you start building like patterns of, of success. And then your brain is like, when she says she's going to do something, she chooses to do it. So I would say setting small goals to start that are actually attainable um, is where I would begin anyone who's struggled with developing healthy habits over the long term. I love that advice. This is so true. And I think that um, it can tie over with your spiritual walk. Like if you, if you do the, yeah. you know, I'm going to read five books and this and that, and I'm going to do this Bible study and this, and if you do too much, you're going to crash and burn. But yeah. I think that's really healthy advice um, for your physical body too. My goal in building a community for women was just to have uh, an area for women to be cheered for right? There's, we have so many different roles in our lives and, and motherhood, if it is one, it's a, an all-consuming one that we don't typically get cheered for in. And so building a community of women, it almost gave me permission to choose things for myself, not, because, not out of competition with other women, but it was simply like, I would see the first thing I see on my phone when I wake up in the morning is women who wake up earlier than me working out. And it was almost that little, like I, they're giving me permission, permission to choose it for myself. And not only that, they're cheering me on in it. They're, they're calling me out in accountability and they are sharing their struggles too. So I would, my biggest thing would be seek out a community of life like-minded women like that I would encourage you to do that so much that support you um, because that has been absolutely priceless for me uh, on this journey I That's love that it. it is so important to have a good community and good friendships and good relationships healthy relationships people that yeah. motivate you uplift you and encourage you because it is hard it life is hard momming is hard and yeah. I'm so thankful for you and for your leadership and for the calling that God has on your life because it's incredible to watch. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I can't wait to see how this develops and I'm cheering for you. Oh, thank you. Um, quickly, you have a Facebook group that with your blog, right? Yep. I yeah, can people so find you. I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place, girl. <laughs> That's where um, you're I'm, supposed to be. Yes, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. They can track me down at Jenny Elizabeth. They can find me on Facebook at Jenny Elizabeth. And I also write with one of my good friends, um, Steph, and we have a Facebook page called Relationship Matters. And then it is a uh, colon women united. So it's writing for women, um, advice, inspiration, authenticity, just promoting 
relationship and not in a competitive way, but in an encouraging and authentic and inspiring way. I love it. And I love following that too. You guys have a way with words. So it's really fun to read. And sometimes I laugh. Sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, that's so me. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So I thank you for, for doing that with her. And I will put those links and stuff in the notes so people can find you hopefully easier that way. But Um, I still appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Amy Williams show. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If that is a yes, please let me know. Find the Amy Williams show on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or all three of them. It's a great place to reach out and be a part of an uplifting community. It's full of support, motivation, and encouragement for whatever you might be going through. You'll meet new friends, get great content throughout the week, and not just on Wednesdays. The biggest compliment that you can give to The Amy Williams Show is by subscribing, either on iTunes if you're an iPhone user, or using the Stitcher app uh, if you're an Android user, like me. And uh, the other thing you can do is leave a review with your biggest takeaway. Reviews help get guests on the show and sponsors as well. So uh, that's very much appreciated. And also you can share the episodes uh, on your social media because that helps as well. All right. Thanks again. Go out and have a blessed day.